Good Erev Shabbos, welcome back to Erev, turn Friday into Erev Shabbos, it's not Stama Friday, it is Erev Shabbos, our turn Friday into Erev Shabbos is generously sponsored by our good friends Mendy and Tzipora Fishman, it's Christopher Chayrivka, Tzipora Fedor, memory of Erev Jonas and Sachs, of Yaakov Tzvi, Ben, David, Aryeh, and while it feels like Friday on the calendar, Friday of Yeshiva week, many are beginning their vacation, our hearts, our minds, our thoughts are all on Erev Yisrael, our brothers and sisters there, their well-being, our soldiers, the hostages, are turning our Friday into an Arab Shabbos, a Shabbos that we hope brings peace and serenity and geula. Our parsha. I want to share with you an insight to help us get ready for Shabbos, turn our Friday into Arab Shabbos from our parsha. Our parsha tells us the story of the Arba. We are completing the Makos, the plagues, when Hashem visited the curriculum on the Egyptians and on Paro, when they say, I don't know such a God, who is God? I never met such a God. Hashem says, nice to meet you, Shalom Aleichem, here I am. And one of those makos, one of those plagues, was the plague of Arba, the plague of the locusts. And the Pasuk tells us, The locusts rose up against the whole land of Egypt, and they rested inside the borders of Egypt. It was incredibly heavy. It ate all of the produce. It ate everything from the field. It consumed the fun of Lohayachin Arba Kamo. Beforehand, there was never locusts like that. The Achar of Lohayachin, and there would never be that kind of that kind of locust, that kind of plague, even afterwards. And on these words, the Balaturim tells us something fascinating. That word Vayanach, the locust rested on all of Mitzrayim. That word Vayanach should sound familiar. That word Vayanach should remind you of another place where it appears. We have one Vayanach here, Vayanach B'chol Gvum Mitzrayim. The locust rested, the Arba rested on all of the borders and boundaries of Egypt. And the other is Vayanach Bayom HaShvi'i, that we rest on the seventh day. Kiddush, that we say Friday night, comes from Sefer Bereshus. And this teaches us, says the Balaturim, that these locusts that were fulfilling the will of Hashem that came to levy a plague against the Egyptians, they rested on Shabbos. They weren't busy eating all their produce. They weren't busy torturing the Egyptians. They too observed, they too kept, they too rested on Shabbos. Even though they sat on trees and even though they ate grass and Shabbos came, when they heard the alarm, they heard the siren of Shabbos, they rested. All of a sudden, they changed, they showered, they got ready for Shabbos, and the locusts no longer did their work in torturing the Egyptians. The Sefer Karen Ladavid wonders, but I don't understand. Animals having to rest on Shabbos is only true that they can't do work, but to eat like they normally eat, that's not a malacha, that's not a prohibition. So what did the Arba, what did the locusts need to rest from? They were simply eating the grass, eating the produce of the field. Why is that a violation of Shabbos that they needed to rest from? And the Karen David gives a fascinating halachic answer, an answer in Lamdus, that if the animal is eating on its own, then it does not need to stop doing that to observe Shabbos. But if the animal is doing a malacha for its master, that it cannot do on Shabbos. And here, the maka, the plague, was a, was a work, a malacha for the master, and therefore it was not allowed to work. But then he gives another answer, and he says the following. He says... That what is the purpose of the Arba of the Makos? The purpose was to inspire Amuna. A person can't live in this world and think everything's natural, everything's random, everything's chance, everything's happenstance, things happen just the way they do. We need to know, as the Ramban writes in our parsha as well, Bo, everything's a miracle from Hashem. Everything is in fact supernatural. Hashem is everywhere. If one lives with Emunah, one sees and feels the presence of Hashem everywhere, one interprets everything that's happening as being the hand, the guiding hand of Hashem. Now one lives an entirely different life. And the plagues, that interruption, that interference with the natural order was a reminder that there is no nature, that Hashem is behind everything. That need to be educated and inspired in Amunah, that applies all week long. But come Shabbos, psst, 
A Jew has no need for that. Because come Shabbos, a Jew is filled with the greatest emunah. Come Shabbos, a Jew testifies to the six days of creation of the world. Come Shabbos, we have complete confidence and clarity that there is a Hashem. We don't need the Makkah to work because Shabbos itself is offering that curriculum. Shabbos itself is offering that education. Come Shabbos, all of our work is done. That's what the Pasuk says. Six days work and do all your work. And the Gemara wonders, Chazal wonders, could you ever say you're done? You're never done. You never go to sleep. Never is everything on your list complete. There's always more to do. You're never really done. So Rashi says, When Shabbos comes, it's as if all of our work is done. When Shabbos comes, there's no more work to do. We are finished. So Chevra, as you're getting ready to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos, as we are getting ready. There's no Stam Friday. It's Erev Shabbos. It means that we're getting ready to withdraw from that sense of work. Put away your to-do list. Put away your tasks. Put away that burden, that responsibility, those obligations, that long list of things that have to happen in our personal, private lives, in our work lives, in our professional lives. Withdraw from that sense of that burden and that weight of how much I have to do. And start feeling, all my work is done. All my work is done. And I go into Shabbos with the sense of Kodesh Baruch Hu, I surrender, I submit to you, you're in charge, you're in control. There is no one and nothing else but you. I don't need a maka and I don't need work because all there is is you. The Imre Emes, the Hilke Rebbe, gives another interpretation I'll share with you. And he says the following. He says the ten makos correspond with the Aseris Hadibros, the ten commandments. Makas Arba corresponds with the maka, uh, the maka, corresponds with the Dibra of Shabbos. So if you go through, if you go through the ten plagues, they correspond on the other side with the ten, with the ten commandments. So Arba corresponds with, number seven corresponds with the mitzvah of Shabbos. The gift of Shabbos. And that's what you see in this Balaturim, Vayanach Becholgvu Mitzrayim. The same word Vayanach is used to describe the Arba, that they rest on all of Egypt, and Vayanach Vayamashvi, that we rest on the seventh day. Every Shabbos, you have to add Kedusha. Bechol Shabbos Vashabbos Srikhan, the host of Kedusha, Srikhan Adash, Kol Shabbos Vashabbos Mavia Kedusha, Shilohaisa Vishilotiya. Says the Imre Emma's Heligagir Rebbe, an incredible insight. I leave you with this, and we don't have turn Friday into Erev Shabbos next week. I'll be in Eretz Yisrael, Amir Hashem. So we're taking the week off. So this has to last us two Shabbos, two Erev Shabbos, turning two Fridays into Erev Shabbos. And the thought is the following. Just like in the Makkah of Arba, the Pasuk says, L'fan of Arba Kamahu. There was never Arba like this before, V'acharav lo yachin, and there'll never be it like again. The same is true with Shabbos. Every Shabbos is unique and distinct and singular. Every Shabbos is special. There was never a Shabbos like the one we're about to have. And the Shabbos we're about to have, there'll never be one like it again. So you might go into Shabbos and you feel like, you know, as opposed to Yontav, it happens once a year, you get excited. Shabbos is each and every week. What's there to be excited about? Shabbos comes and goes as every single Shabbos. We just press repeat and cycle and do the same thing over and over again. What do I get excited about? Says the Imri Emes. That's what the Pasuk, the Balaturim, is coming to teach us. Shabbos is like the Arba, the Arba rested on Shabbos. The Asaras Amakos and the Asaras Adibros, they line up Arba and Shabbos because just like there was never Arba like this before and they'll never be like it again, so too there was never a Shabbos like this before and they'll never be a Shabbos like this again. You have to go into each and every Shabbos knowing this is one of a kind. This is unique. The Divrei Torah, the Zmiros, the games, the laughter, the rest, the conversations, the reading, the learning, the davening. I'll never be able to repeat it. It's one of a kind. It's special. So each Shabbos is the Yantif of that week. Each Shabbos is exciting. It's Chag Hashem Lanu. Each Shabbos is a Geshmak, is Gvaldik. 
I have to plan for it. I have to get ready for it. I have to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos for it. I have to recognize that there'll never be one like it again. It is unique. It is distinct. It is a part. It is alone. And, and that is the attitude. And when we bring that attitude, we'll turn our Friday into getting ready for Erev Shabbos. To withdraw from the lists and the to-dos and to immerse ourselves in a world a world where all of our work is done, where we have such a muna, I don't need a maka to teach me, where I get ready to know that there is no other Shabbos like this. This is the only Shabbos of its kind for my life. I want to wish everyone a meaningful, a peaceful, a restful Shabbos. Shabbos in Elizabeth, Ugu'ula, Krovalavo, should be a Shabbos that brings Besoros, Kovos. Our hostages should be home with our families, our soldiers should return to their families, should have a sweeping, sweeping victory. Shabbos.